1 John 5, verse 13, these are the words of God. These things I have written to you who believe in the name of the Son of God, that you may know that you have eternal life, and that you may continue to believe in the name of the Son of God. Now this is the confidence that we have in Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. And the last verse there is our lesson for this evening. And if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. So how big a prayer are you willing to ask of God? And is there some point at which it gets to be so big that you find yourself doubting whether God is willing to answer your petition in the affirmative, if He's willing to give you, let you have what you ask? verse before us this evening, and if we know that He hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of Him. This verse follows upon the one that we heard last week about how our confidence in Christ from verse 13 expresses itself in asking anything according to God's will. Verse 14, and therefore knowing that He who gave us His Son will surely give us also his ear whenever we pray. That we, uh, when we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. So now verse 15 comes to us and says, If you have the ear of God in anything that is according to his will, how big a thing or how many things are you willing to ask of him? Of course, we should be asking for everything that we need. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything, make your requests known to Him. Uh, Philippians 4, verse 6, or casting all your care upon Him because He cares for you. 1 Peter 5, verse 7. And the Lord Jesus teaches us to pray even for our daily bread. Matthew 6, verse 11. But think of what else Jesus teaches us to pray for. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is a very big prayer. Can you imagine the difference it would make in our nation if the Lord Jesus were to answer that prayer in short order in our country? Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In fact, sadly, such is the state of the church in our age and these, this place at this time, that it would make a tremendous difference in the church if we were granted that petition in short order. I will be done on earth as it is in heaven. That is a huge prayer. It's even a bigger prayer to pray. What he t- teaches us to pray one phrase earlier, thy kingdom come. What are we asking for if we pray thy kingdom come? We're 
asking that he would complete the spread of the gospel according to the whole earth, that he would uh, take captive every last elect sinner, bringing the last of the elect to faith in Christ, conforming them to the shape of Christ, and then return, fulfilling the kingdom and handing it over to the Father. 1 Corinthians 15, verses 21 to 28, and delivering the kingdom to the Father. We be praying what we are taught to pray also at the end of Revelation, that the Spirit says, come, and he teaches the bride, and the Spirit and the bride together say, come. That's a even bigger petition than thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. But the biggest of all is the one that Jesus actually leads his model prayer for prayer with hallowed be thy name the hallowing of god's name the glorifying of god is the purpose of everything the reason the kingdom comes is for the hallowing of god's name the reason his will is to be done is for the hallowing of his name his creating was for the hallowing of his name his redeeming for the hallowing of his name his bringing to final consummation the fulfillment of uh, everything that he has planned and the final end of it all is for the hallowing of his name as romans 11 verse 36 says all things are from him and through him and to him to him be the glory forever and ever amen so our verse tonight says and if we know that he hears us whatever we ask we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Whatever we ask, the confidence that he hears us when we ask anything according to his will should result in our willingness and diligence not just to ask anything that is according to his will, but to ask for everything that is according to his will. And not just to ask, but as our verse says, to be sure that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. This is why our prayers and supplications are always to be with thanksgiving, as we heard from Philippians chapter 4. Not only because we are to be thankful for whatever we have and have already received, as we should be thankful, but also because if we are asking according to his will, which we must ask according to his will, then we may be sure already that we have what we are asking. And we may be thankful in advance for the granting of the request. What liberty and joy this gives us in prayer to do it from Scripture so that we may know that it is according to his will. And if the therefore we are asking according to his will that we wouldn't have a shadow of a doubt that we are receiving what we are asking for and how greatly is this liberty and joy magnified when we learn to ask for so large a thing as for the greatest thing that there can be hallowed be thy name and for everything else that lends itself or is ordained by god unto the hallowing of his name and not just how great is our liberty and joy, but then how persistently it is, is it renewed 
if we learn to ask continually, not just for the great things that he has expressed as his will, but even the smallest. Give us this day our daily bread. Indeed, as our text says tonight, if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. Amen. The Lord grant to us to conform our praying to what we've seen in these two verses these last two weeks in First John chapter 5, that we may have great liberty and great joy and great confidence as we come before him in prayer.